This is Terminal Talk, the audio journal for the Owensville Terminal Model Railroad. Welcome, and thank you for listening. My name is Tom Conboy, and I will be discussing the experience of building an HO Model Railroad, as well as other model railroad and railroad-related topics. This is episode number 13. On this episode of the podcast, I will be discussing track planning. Track planning is an important part of the hobby. If you're only interested in running a loop of track, then just a sheet of plywood with a loop of track is all you need to have. But for most people, they want to have something that's more detailed, more interesting. Track planning is a way to be able to design a layout that will have operating possibility and keep your interest. Well, where do you start? You can still find companies that sell plastic templates that you can use to actually draw it on graph paper. But with computers being as popular as they are, there are several track planning programs out on the market. The one you choose is really going to depend on your interest level and on your own ability. Many track planning programs have very large learning curves. It's going to take time to work with the program before you're able to sit down and really begin to design detailed track plans. A good basic model to use is the Atlas Ride Track software program. Now, the great thing about that program is it's free. You can get that at their webpage, download it for free. It has all of their track elements included. It also has some Walther structures included in files as well as lifelike. And you can use those to design some basic track plans and even do larger track plans. One of the things I like about the Atlas program is the fact that you can use the Atlas components. Now, There are many track manufacturers out there. There are those that make higher detailed track, better operating track. But I'm speaking especially to beginners. When you go into a hobby store, you're usually going to find Atlas Track. So the Atlas Ride Track software program is a good way to get started. My suggestion is start with a basic loop. Now, I'm not talking about just a single loop of track, but start with a 4x8 dimension and begin to lay out the track and try to put in as many turnouts as possible and just get a feel for the program. What you're going to find as you do that is that in certain bench sizes, such as 4x8, you're very limited on what you can do. Now, if you design something with a shelf layout that goes around the walls, that opens up a lot of possibilities. All of this can be done with the Ride Track software program. It can also be done with other programs as well. Another option you can use is using track plans that are published in the trade magazines. I know that Model Railroader, especially for beginners, is a really good source for track plans. If you subscribe to Model Railroader, if you go onto their webpage as a subscriber, you are able to access their track plan database. And they have hundreds of track plans in their database that you can look at. Find the size of the layout room that you have, the area that you have for your layout. Go to that webpage or just go and do a search on the internet and look for track plans. Take a look at those plans. Find one that suits your needs and start building your layout. But a better option is to take those track plans. Look at certain elements that you like in them. Uh, Maybe, for instance, uh, you're wanting to model the grain industry. Uh, Maybe you're wanting to have a grain elevator. Find a track plan that includes that. Take that back using your track planning software. Redesign it to fit the dimension you have in the track planning program and see what you come up with. Experimentation is wonderful with the track planning program. It allows you to test things out without the expense of actually having to build something and tear it back down and start over. Links for this episode of the podcast can be found at the Terminal Talk main page at terminaltalk.podbean.com. 
Another option you can use with track planning is something that was a term coined by Tony Custer from Model Railroad Planning, and that is to use layout design elements, or LDEs. Basically, in a nutshell, what that is, is taking a real-life track arrangement, maybe a a town, maybe an industry, an actual location, and condensing that down into a track plan that contains all those elements. That's pretty easy to do. And with the track planning software programs that are out there, I recommend doing it that way because it allows you to design something that is going to be closer to the prototype, but it also keeps you from that temptation of wanting to cram as much track into available space that you have. Try that out. One resource for that, I'm going to recommend Google Maps because the resolution especially in the city areas, you can zoom down pretty close to the tracks and the image resolution is really good. You can see the track details, you can see the arrangements of the structures, and sometimes if you get lucky, especially if you're in like an industrial area, you can actually get down to ground level in the Google program and actually look around at the location as if you were standing there. Use that program, and and I know Yahoo and Bing, and there's, you know, probably some other ones out there that you can use with map programs, but I found that that's a great way to look at actual locations, see how the track is lined up, how it's arranged, and then you can even print that out, take that, use those ideas, and draw that onto your track plan, and create that layout design element, and even if it's, let me put it this way, if, if you're in a, like, for instance, I live near the city of St. Louis. If I found a location in St. Louis and I see an industry and a track arrangement that I like, I don't have to be modeling St. Louis to use that. I can use that in my track plan and it can be just a a fictitious location. I can use that and incorporate that into my layout because it's based on an actual prototype. Try it out. Experiment with your programs. I'm even going to encourage you to draw out a small track plan, maybe a micro layout, and then actually build it and see how it works. If you do something like that, you're not out a lot of money. I wouldn't encourage that if you were going to build, you know, like a 10 foot by 10 foot or larger uh, room layout. But if you're just going to build a simple two foot by four foot little, maybe a switching layout, that's a great way to test your track plan out with an actual building of a layout. But here's something important. Even if it's something you plan on tearing down, you're really not wasting the effort because you're going to learn from it, especially if you're a beginner. Take your track plan, for instance, a two foot by four foot, a little micro switching type layout, a small switching layout. Build it scenic it, put structures on it, operate it, tear it down. If you're one of those talented people that can build an excellent model the first time, that's great. You may not want to tear it down, but what it'll do is it'll help you learn so that the next time when you're ready to build that larger layout or maybe that dream layout that fills the entire basement, you have some working knowledge, you have some experience with it. One of the dangers of track planning is something that is called analysis paralysis. And you probably heard that before in other podcasts. But if not, let me explain that. You can get so caught up in track planning that you never get out of the armchair. You never get out of that computer chair. It's always a track plan on the computer that never gets built. Designing track plans is a hobby in itself, but be careful. Analysis paralysis can take over and you can spend years trying to design that perfect track plan, never get around to laying a single piece of track. And that's one of the things you have to watch for with track planning. I think it's best to learn by doing. Try it. If you mess up, you really haven't lost anything. Yes, you might lose some material. You might even lose some track, but you've learned, and that's going to help you the next time when you build your next layout. And I know this. I've been in the hobby now over 27 years, and I have built several layouts, none to completion. And I know of only a few model railroaders, and even those that the layouts look like they're completed will tell you that it's never completed but there's always seems to be that desire to start over and to build another one if you get in this hobby long enough you'll find that out but that's great that's what makes it a fun hobby but i want to encourage you 
learn how to use a track planning program, especially for beginners. The temptation is to just get started right away. What's going to happen is you're going to lose interest in it, and eventually you're just going to put the trains away. You're not going to be interested anymore, and you're going to move on to the next hobby. Take time to learn how to track plan. Use pre-printed track plans. Try them out look them over, see the design elements that are put in those track plans by others, incorporate those into your own plans, build it, then tear it down and build a new one. This podcast is hosted for free by podbean.com. Time now for the layout update. The Rural Grain Dealer's layout is slowly progressing. The last time I worked on it, I spent uh, the afternoon soldering feeder wires to the rails before I spiked them in place, planning out uh, where I'm going to wire, where the wires are going to connect, how I'm going to do that. As I mentioned before, the layout is a flat base. I do not have the access underneath the layout base to be able to route the wires that way. So the wires are going to be routed on top, but they're going to be also hidden by uh, scenery material once I get started on that part of the layout construction. But I have those feeder wires soldered and I have all the uh, ties glued down. I've stained the ties and now hope to get started here sometime before the end of May. Had some personal issues here that I've had to take care of at home that's cut into my hobby time, but those things are starting to improve to the point where I will be able to have some time once again to work on the layout. I want to thank everyone for listening to the podcast, especially to those that have taken the time to contact me with their comments about the show. And I really do appreciate that. And I do plan on continuing the show. Uh, I'm not sure about the frequency. It may be about every other month. I'm hoping maybe to get back to monthly. But with summer coming up, and I know I have a busy schedule this summer, I may not be able to hold to a monthly schedule, but I'll do my best at least to get one out every other month. This concludes this episode of the podcast. Be sure to check back next time when I will be discussing more of what's going on with the Owensville Terminal Model Railroad. Thanks for listening. Royalty-free music for Terminal Talk has been provided by Kevin McLeod at www.incompetech.com.